welcome to Vent 101, vocalizing every noted topic with a Christian twist. I'm Jill Bryant, your host today, and we want to welcome you to our podcast. Our vision is to win souls to Christ and help those who know him by giving them a fresh new perspective on Christian living and reading God's word. Our mission is to biblically educate people while growing in their Christian walk by answering questions that they are uncomfortable to ask in a church-like setting. You can also email us at vent underscore 101 at outlook.com for questions or comments. That's vent underscore 101 at outlook.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Hey, everybody, this is a two-part episode with Brother Lewis. All right, you all have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Good morning, and welcome to another session of Vent 101. I'm your host, June Bryant. We're here today. Uh, God has allowed us to be in the building one more time. Amen, family? Amen. Thank him once again for Uh, allowing us to open our eyes to be in here to spread the word. I'm sitting here. uh, God has allowed the uh, panel. Uh, First, we have Elder Charles Caldwell. How you doing this morning? Doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. And then we've got Richard Shaw, my son. How we doing? Good morning. I'm doing wonderful. Amen. And last but not least, I have Antoine to my right. How you doing, son? Hey, good morning. And good morning to everybody listening today. Amen. Now, family, we have been blessed, honored uh, to have two special guests in here. One, uh, our own evangelist, Karen Caldwell. We are so thankful to have you sitting in the studio with us today. Thank you, June. Good morning. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Yeah, she'll be one of our consultants sitting in for uh, Minister Patricia Steen. We love you and we miss you, but we are so thankful to have Karen in here with us. Uh, Finally, uh, I want to introduce introduce our special guest today. Uh, His name is Mr. Lewis Hall. And we will be talking about, this is our topic, uh, it touches me, it touches, should touch everybody. Why, why does or did it take so long for some of us to know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior? Why did it take so long? Think about that. One reason may be because we've never really understood what Jesus Christ did for us and what we should do in response. In other words, We may have only believed in Jesus in a shallow or superficial sense. We probably didn't fully understand who he is or what he requires of us. Who is Jesus? The Bible tells us that Jesus is the son of God who came down from heaven to save us from our sins. Sin isn't just a bad habit or a flaw in our character, although they are, they can be. But sin is a rebellion against God. And as it cuts us off from God, 
But Jesus Christ came to bridge that gap. Amen. 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 And he did it by giving his life for us. Thank you, Lord. He was without sin. But on the cross of all our sins were placed on him and he took upon himself our guilt and our shame. God loves us that much. When it comes to the subject of changing our lives, we all feel the same as we feel about going to heaven. We're all for it, but we'd rather not go through what you have to go through to get there. You know what I mean? You ain't trying to go through nothing. The idea of giving ourselves to Christ sounds good, but when, it, when we get down to it, we think, you mean I have to actually live differently? For real now? I ain't trying to do that for real. But the Christian life is a fundamentally a changed life. If you claim to believe in Jesus Christ, but are living just as you did before you believed in him, you truly need to examine whether you truly believe in him. Becoming a Christian requires turning from your sin to God, meaning repent. But repentance is not a one time event. It defines the lifestyle of a believer. God changes us instantly at the moment of salvation. Thank you, Lord, by imparting new life to us. But this is a followed life, uh, followed by a lifetime of changing into the image of Jesus Christ. With that being said, we want to talk to Brother Lewis. Uh, as I said, we're so thankful to have you here, Lewis. And please share everybody uh, your testimony. Oh, well, how can I follow what she just said? <laughs> oh, just follow it, brother, because your life is better than an example. Right. Amen. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. You yes. know, I, I thank God for being here. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's simple. You know, um, I made a mess out of my life, mm. you know, unbeknownst that knowns to me. You know, on my own volition, you know, I, I did things. I thought that I was the man. I was doing things right and blah, 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 blah. And enjoying, so-called enjoying life, you know. And um, I destroyed myself. Mm. I've destroyed my life. I destroyed, you know, my, my relationship with God. I, I did all those things, you know. Uh, like I said, knowingly and unknowingly, you know what I'm saying. Um, and uh, I thank God that he still has the love and the passion, yes. you know, to snatch me up out of that mess mm. and, and, you know, to, you know, make me finally see, you know, what the truth really is, yeah. you know, and um, I thank God. I just thank God. I, and I put myself through, excuse my French, hell and back for nothing, for no reason at all. Tuh. And I didn't have to, you Amen. know, but, uh, I thank God that all is well now, you know, and um, I love myself. I love God. I love Jesus. I love life. Yes. I, I enjoy life, you know, I, and uh, I'm living today. Amen. I, that's what I want to say. All those years I wasn't living, you know, I yes. thought I was. Mm -hmm. I'm sadly mistaken, you know, and, and I want people to realize and what I really want them to hear is, what I was doing wasn't living. You know, I was chasing after women, money, drugs and alcohol, fame. None of those things mean nothing. Amen. You know, and, and all those were traps 
for mm-hmm. me. You know, it might have started out good. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> but later on, I came to depend on and need those things. And it caused me to do things outside of my character. Yeah. And, and to behave differently, mm-hmm. to treat myself and to treat others differently, just to chase that dream, yeah. you know, uh, uh, again. And, and it, it was total, total craziness. Total chaos, and and that's not of God, yeah. You know, and uh, but I thank Him for steady watching over me in yes, my sir. mess. Yes. You know, in my mess, yes. and the word Satan was just bothering me every day. Kill yourself, destroy yourself. Mm. You ain't no good. You ain't no good for nobody. You know, you can't stop drinking. You can go out there and hurt yourself, hurt somebody else. Yes. It's just foolishness, craziness. And, and I lived like that for years, yes. you know. And um, I just got caught up, caught up in sin. Yes. You know, sin on top of sin on top of sin, you know. And, and, and I thank God he didn't let it get bigger than what it was. Because, yes, you sir. know, I was vouching for I had my hand up. You know, I'm ready to go. Hmm. You know, and, and you know, you got these children today, you know, I'm, I'm down for it. And what are you down for? Yeah. You know, you're down for dying. You know, thank God I'm down for living today. Yes, you know, sir. And, and people just don't understand, you know, I was out there and, and I, I couldn't, uh, uh, I, I still called myself not knowing, you know, all the things that God was doing for me, sparing my life, you know. Yeah. I've been in a lot of situations to where I thought it was my luck, and, you know, it was just my day. Or, you know, whoo-wee, you know, I'm glad that I, you know. And, and now that I look back on my life, I realized that I had nothing to do with it at all. That's it was right. just a grace and mercy of God. Yes, sir. You know, and when I finally realized his grace and his mercy was so, I, I just came to love him more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. None of that was me. You know, all the ignorant stuff was me. You know, none of that was God. You know, I mean, I, I what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say is, uh, what I'm trying to say is that simply I've learned that I can do nothing without God That's in my it. life. Cut and dry. Um, I thank God that I live for him today. Yes, sir. I thank God that I'm excited about serving him today and being obedient yes. for him today. I am so peaceful. I have so much joy in my life. I don't have that chaos, that craziness. I sleep good at night. See? I wake up good in the morning. Yeah. I have a beautiful and blessed day. I'm, I'm, nothing's daunting. Nothing's hanging over my head. You know, when I was living in the world, I said, oh, man, I don't even want to get up out of bed. <laughs> you know, the, today I jump up out of bed before my feet hit the floor. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, you sir. know, because I'm yes. on my way. Something beautiful. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, you know, I, 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 I don't have that cloud hanging over me yeah. like I used to, Amen. you know, and I thank God I, I'm ready to live today. 
That's you know, I'm happy peace, today. That's yes, ma'am. And that it is. is. And you know why? It's because I truly serve God. And it takes nothing. And it costs me nothing. Yes. I ain't got to really go up. It's not a hard chore. It's not a hard task. It's not laboring. You know, oh, man, it's so simple. I'm like, oh, Lord, if I'd have known this all, I'd have been living like this yes, all along. I took myself through so much, but I'm thankful that God was there to let me get through it, That's it. come out of it, and learn. Now I got a degree. I got a degree in the and I'm willing to help and talk to anybody yes. who need me. Then you know, don't think that you're alone because I always thought that was Satan's ploy too. That's right. You being this by yourself. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I always got God. I'm never alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and he used that on me. That's right. For years, you know, you ain't got no bad no but I won't be around you and you that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. You know, Satan's a liar and the truth ain't in him in Jesus' name. You Amen. know, uh, I, I want people to know that God loves you. He loves me. Mm-hmm. So I know you ain't did all the foolish, crazy things that I've done. Mm-hmm. So if he loves me, I know he'll love you too. Yes. And he'll bring you out just like he brought me out. Mm-hmm. I'm no different from anybody else. Yes. I did the drugs, the alcohol, the you name it, I've done it. Amen. You I can know, testify to that too, and, and you know, I I I I I took so long also because I thought I could fix myself. Mm-hmm. You know, God don't want me. You know, God don't want no alcoholic lying. You know, stealing, uh, uh, robbing, focusing. You know, He don't want me. But yes, He do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I thought I had to get myself together. Before I came to God. No, you right in the midst of what you're doing. All you have to do is get on your knees and pray and yes, give sir. your life to God. He'll fix you. You can't fix yourself. Amen. And I tried for years to, I, well, I, can, I can fix my, I can, no, I couldn't. There was no way because Satan had me so wrapped up in my mess. Mm-hmm. There was no way I could get out. I couldn't get out unless I had God. That's right. God was the only way for me to get out. Yes. And I thank God that I realized that. And I thank God that he didn't turn his back on me like I turned my back on him. See, that's it. You know, I'm so happy. You just don't know how I feel inside about God. I could tell you, you know, I I just feel like crying because he loved me so much in spite of me, in spite of all, in spite of me not loving myself or nobody. He still loved me. You know, he took your mess amen. and turned it into a message. Amen. He I, takes I'm, our tests yeah, I'm and so turns grateful. them into testimony. Yeah, I was hell-bent on killing my daily. I've died, you know. Mm-hmm. I've died, but God saw fit. He's not, I, I'm not through with you, you know. Satan, he can do a lot of things, but he can't kill you. He got to have permission. He ain't nothing, See? you know what I'm saying. But God has the power. Yes. You know, and people need to realize that. So in the midst of your drinking, in the midst of your doing your drugs, in the midst of whatever you think you're doing, it ain't nothing too big for God. It's, it's mm-hmm. nothing too big that God can't handle. Yes. You know, give it one minute, two minutes out of your, put the beer can down for one second, say, God help me. Yes. That's all you need to do. That's you true. pick your beer back up. <laughs> God got you. You know, it, that's all you need to do. For, and I want to tell people that quit taking yourself out the picture 
by thinking that you're not good enough, yes. that you're not worthy. Right, right. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. and Jesus said, I come not for the righteous, but for the sinners. I'm a yes, sinner, y'all. I don't it. know about nobody else. Mm-hmm. I'm a sinner. Yes, sir. So he came for me. Amen. And I thank God that he came for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and here I am. Amen. Amen. You know, you know I, when I'm, I'm sitting here listening to Lewis talk, and all I can think of is uh, Lamentations 2, uh, Lamentations 3 and 22. It said, it is, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed mm. because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Yes. Great is thy faithfulness. Yes. And, and one thing that we have to, you know, we, we think that God's given us, we ask for new mercies. And we, and we think it's the same ones we had the day before. But the word new doesn't mean the same thing that we think of new. It's, it means a different mercy. He said, I got a different mercy for you today. I got a different mercy for you tomorrow. Every day we got new mercies coming around us. And we have to realize that the mercies that God has for, he spared your life for reason. Yeah, he has a purpose for you. God has a purpose for each and every one of us to do things. And, and what he uh, puts inside of us is that there is a purpose for you. Follow me. Follow my word. He's, you know, I was talking the other night uh, on a, on a uh, um, on a Bible study, and it's talking about the will of God, God's will for your life. He has a will for you, but you don't know what the will is unless you read the will. And His will is His written word that He has here written in His Bible. Amen. Amen. And, and I, I found that you can always depend and count on God if you. You can't count and depend on people. I'm sorry to say that, but you can't. People will let you down. But you know what? God has never let me down. And, and now that I'm aware of that, I use that, man, to live a better quality of life. Yes. And, you know, I love living today because I have the true and only God on my side, mm-hmm. you know, who I worship and be obedient to this day. And, you know, like I said, you know, I know I'm a sinner, but I don't lean on that today. Right. You know, I lean on being obedient and, and, and righteous today, you know, in, in, in God's name. You know, I obey him today. You know, mm-hmm. I don't go out my way because I know he forgives me for my sins and go out there and do something. No, right. I don't do that today because... I don't want to disappoint my father. Just like, you know, your parents, you don't want to disappoint them. Well, you know, God is your parent too. He's loving and kind. Mm-hmm. He's merciful. I don't want to do nothing to dis- disappoint God. And, and then too, you know, Satan is always on the prowl constantly. He steady messes with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I give it to God. I got somebody bigger than him yes, today. Sir. You know, and I don't worry about Satan no more. Uh, you know, he doesn't have power. Mm-hmm. Over me like he used to because I let him. But today Satan ain't got no power over me because I got God today. Yes. Amen. You know, and so he don't bother me no more, you know. And when the little idea comes, Satan, you're a lie, the truth ain't in you, you know, in Jesus' name, get on the way from me. Amen. And I keep going about it and, and keep praising and praying, <laughs> singing, mm-hmm. you know, and do what I do for God. Keep helping people. I love you. God bless you. Even in people, you know, I, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Yes. You know, and <laughs> I keep moving and going. You know, I don't 
sit there and, and, and put myself in those positions no more. Who you talking to and all this right, <laughs> confrontational right. and all that. You know, but God said, I'll fight your battles for you. Yes, and I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to get out of myself, you know, and, and, and to let God do the things that he said he's going to do for me. How can he do it for me if I don't move out the way and let him? Mm -hmm. So he can't show me what his thing is. He can't show me nothing if I keep standing in the way. So I had to learn to move out the way and let God do what he said he's going to do and let God do what he do. Amen. That's the truth. He the best at doing what he, and hey, I, I got the A number one on my side, you know, and I thank God, you know, to move myself out the way and to let God be who he is in my life. Amen. You were touching base on uh, just different things that you had done in your personal life. I can, I can personally speak on when it comes to any form of addiction. There are so many different types of addictions that uh, things that will make us uh, feel that we're not good enough. Uh, uh, I, but I, I smoked cigarettes for 33 years. And sometimes God will allow your body to be hit in order for you to understand. It's time for you to, to, to stop. But, you know, God, any habit that we may face, God can cure us of that. Because I smoked, like I said, for 33 years, and the doctor told me, and Antoine know, he told me, you quit smoking or you die. And my heart was enlarged. I spoke about, spoke about it a little bit, you know, so I'm not going to go back to it. But what I'm saying is when you depend on God, he can bring you out of anything because cigarettes whether people understand it it's an addiction it is. it's a sickness and I had just bought me a pack and bits in my head just <laughs> 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 Antoine used to hate when I say bits in my head just. I bought me a fresh pack of bits in my head just 100s the green pack and that man told me quit smoking or you die I told Antoine I said he said if I don't quit smoking I'm gonna die I said, I just bought these cigarettes. I'm going to tell you how you test the Lord. Now, I'm breathing like this. <gasps> I mean, I couldn't breathe. Am I lying, wow. son? No. I could not breathe. And he said, well, you bought them cigarettes. What you going to do with them? I said, boy, I'm getting ready to smoke these cigarettes. Now, see, <laughs> I could have smoked a cigarette and died. Mm -hmm. But the Lord allowed me because he allowed it. I sat there and I smoked a whole pack of Bissima hedges in less than 10 hours. Wow. By the time I got done, I was killed over just like. <laughs> but the next day, I have not touched a cigarette since. Thank God. Because I leaned on God. It was hard. because, And when you're dealing with that form, you know, my body went through a lot. I broke out and wept and everything. And if there was an enemy, oh, you know you better smoke. If you smoke, you'll feel better. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, get behind me, Satan. Just like, just, just to attest to what you were saying, brother. You know, we have to learn to, to, to just depend on him. So with, I, I want to ask a question. This is for everybody. What are some of the reasons that may keep some of us that may be listening, that are running scared, 
What do you, what do you think that are some of the reasons that may because you know we can touch touch base on all kind of different things, but let me let me reword that. There might be there is I'm not gonna say might there is somebody out here who would want to give their life to Jesus, but they're afraid that if they do, they won't be able to stay the course. So there are some things that that they may think they're too weak to be a Christian. Y'all don't understand mm, what I'm right. saying? So what do we say to them? I, I, I say that during my times, uh, I had friends and I didn't think they would think I was cool or could be in Boom. the in crowd. That's right. Because That's right. I served God. Yes. I'll, I'll be a square. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that prevented me, you know, you, you wouldn't have caught me praying or reading scripture. If, oh, no, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, uh, of my just peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think uh, uh, that we we have this thing, and I think it keeps a lot of people from Christ. They think that they should clean themselves up. Yeah. You know, you know whether you're smoking, you're drinking, or committing adultery, fornication, or whatever. They think that it's in their power instead of just saying, because Jesus said, he that cometh to him must believe that he is, mm-hmm. and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Yes. So it is up to, we have to get out of the mindset, I got to get rid of this before I come to Christ. I got to mm-hmm. get rid of that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of siblings, and a lot of times they think because they have a not, they have a carnal knowledge of what being saved means right. they think being saved is stop smoking, stop drinking, stop doing this, stop doing that. But being saved is accepting the Lord. What Romans 10 and 9 say, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we're yeah. saved. And it's, it's not, and we can't do it of ourselves. Mm-hmm. The scripture even tell it, it's not of ourselves, but it's the gift of God. Amen. for tuning in. We look forward to having you back next week at Vent 101.